always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration deals with what to do when it seems too late. If we're honest, we all have had times of frustration when we wanted God to show up within a specific time frame and he didn't. Perhaps you presently need God to show up and you're feeling down because it seems like he won't do it. But I've got good news for you today. God is going to show up. He's allowing this season to teach you that it is neither too hard nor too late for him to work in your favor. Welcome to this, your Thursday, January 31st, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you big smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Powering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is currently three degrees in the Queen City. It is so cold outside, but as always, the warmth of your love is just amazing. To donate, visit empoweringeverydaywomen.com forward slash donate. Every single podcast you hear, it is available for you as a free resource. Stream and download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, your daily cup of inspiration.com, player.fm. Also on my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Click that red subscribe button, turn on those notifications so every time a podcast is uploaded there, you'll be among the first to know. And I love connecting to you on social media at Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, Instagram at I am Deanna Hobbs, and Twitter at Team Deanna Hobbs. Let's pray and then get into this word from the Lord. God, we thank you for your love and kindness. You are so good and gracious to us. I ask that you send forth your word mightily anointed so that it will minister deeply to their needs. And I thank you for these things in Jesus name. Amen. So I was nine months pregnant. It was my due date, July 16th, 2003. I was pregnant with our second daughter, Kaya. And that day, my husband, Kenya, and I went to a local community center just to walk around the gym, hoping to induce labor. My back hurt, legs hurt, couldn't sleep well, had heartburn. I was over it. So we went around and around the gymnasium. I'm not sure how many times we did it, but I know I started feeling really tired. And I told Kenya, okay, I'm ready to stop. I was having a lot of pressure in my lower abdomen and felt like I needed to sit down. So we both agreed that we'd go around one more time and then we'd go home, call it a day. But before I could even get to the halfway mark around the gym that time, I felt something wet and warm trickling down my legs and I honestly thought my bladder must have been leaking and that I had accidentally wet myself. But no, my water broke and I was in complete shock. You see, with Kyla, who is our first daughter, I was was overdue. I delivered about a week and a half late, almost two weeks. So I didn't really believe Kaya would come on time. I had mentally prepared myself for that scenario again, but my water actually broke on my due date and we welcomed a healthy baby girl. We were so excited. Wouldn't it be wonderful, Daily Cut family, if everything we were expecting to show up came on time? It would be amazing. But as you know, it just does not happen that way all the time, especially in our walk of 
of faith. God does not always rescue us out of a situation, quote unquote, on time, at least not on our timetable, right? So I was reading John 11 this morning about when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. We don't know all that much about Lazarus, except that he was a Jewish man and a believer in Christ who had two sisters, Mary and Martha, who were also believers. And he lived in a small village called Bethany. We don't even know what his sickness was that caused him to die. But we do discover in this chapter that Jesus loved Lazarus. In Greek, the word used to describe the love that Jesus had for Lazarus was phileo. And we often hear it said filio, but it's actually phileo. But anyway, Jesus had phileo, love of a friend, personal affection, human love for Lazarus. But even though Lazarus was a friend of God, when the news came to Jesus that he was sick, the Bible says in verse 6, Jesus stayed where he was for the next two days. How is it that you can be a friend of God and he knows that you're all broken down and in desperate need of a miracle and he voluntarily on purpose chooses not to respond to your need right away? Isn't love supposed to be moved by need? Why was Jesus, the epitome, the embodiment, the very essence of love and compassion, unresponsive? Well, thankfully, we get the answer. In verse 15, when Jesus was talking to his disciples and telling them that Lazarus was dead, he said something so fascinating. Jesus said, and for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now you will really believe. Jesus wanted them to know that he was the Messiah. He was deity wrapped in humanity. He was the son of the living God who had power over death. He let Lazarus die so he could glorify himself through Lazarus's resurrection, according to verse four. And why did he show up late? Because he wanted to increase their faith. He knew that the hour was coming for him to be crucified. And Jesus didn't want his disciples to be too distraught over his death. He wanted them to have a reference point in their mind so that they might know if Jesus could raise Lazarus from the dead, certainly he could get up from the grave on the third day with all power in his hands. Many eyewitnesses were there when Jesus showed up. Lazarus was already decaying. Unlike the Egyptians did, the Jews did not embalm their dead. So there was nothing to preserve the corpse. Decay had set in immediately and it had been four days and Lazarus was stinking. I want to point out something. This was the seventh miracle of Jesus in the book of John, but this wasn't the first time Jesus raised somebody from the dead. In the gospel of Mark, Jesus raised Jairus's daughter. In the gospel of Luke, Jesus stopped the funeral procession of the son of the widow of Nain. At the funeral, Jesus raised that woman's dead son. But here's the difference with Lazarus. In the previous cases, when Jesus resurrected them, they had not been dead as long. They were not in the grave. There hadn't been that much time for them to decay. But in the case of Lazarus, this was the latest Jesus ever showed up for a resurrection service. See, somebody, you've been fretting and questioning God about why he hasn't showed up yet. Why is he late? You're wondering, Jesus, don't you care that I'm perishing? For somebody, he let that sickness get past the point where doctors said it could be healed so he could show you that it is not the doctors or the medicines that heal you, but it is Jehovah Rapha, God, your healer, who does the work. He let the bills pile up and has allowed the financial distress so you will know that your paycheck is not your source, but it is Jehovah Jireh, God, your provider that meets every need. Don't worry, don't doubt, believe only. Somebody's about to see God's glory because you believe. I know it seems like God is too late, but you believe. The situation appears too far gone, but 
you believe you know who God is you believe that Christ rose from the dead and that same resurrection power is working in your situation in verse 43 Jesus said Lazarus come forth and that man got up out of the grave what was dead came back to life and the good news is Jesus is still in the resurrecting business you are never beyond help never beyond his grasp never too deep into a negative predicament God specializes in resurrecting dead things I'm talking to somebody who's in a Lazarus situation you have been stuck for what seems like far too long and your situation stinks nevertheless you will rise again you will get on your feet again you will see increase again you will be healthy and whole again you will see God's hand of blessing moving in your circumstances again God will respond to your cries for help you will come forth out of this grave out of this dead situation out of this dry season out of this season of lack out of this emotional slump out of this place of despair he's calling you forth and saying come out of that grave God just wants the glory so be encouraged because the life-giving one has stepped onto the scene and things are turning in your favor as you listen to this podcast God is removing that stone which is the hindrance or the obstacle that keeps you trapped in that grave and commanding you to come forth to remind you of this truth I'm stirring a portion of Psalm 30 and 3 in the God's Word translation right into your cup of inspiration which says oh Lord you brought me up from the grave you called me back to life as you drink down the contents of your cup God is calling you back to life he's pulling you out of your grave and setting you free he's restoring your faith and confidence and exercising his mighty power on your behalf you will walk away from this knowing that it's never too late it's never too hard it's never too far gone for God to shift circumstances in your favor watch him do it now let's pray God I pray for this my sister this my brother thank you for reminding them that this situation is not too hard for you to fix just as you raise Lazarus from the dead you are resurrecting some dead areas in their life and I declare by faith that you are doing the impossible for them thank you oh God for making a way in Jesus name we bless you amen your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by empowering everyday women ministries where we help fuel your faith every day for more information log on to www.deannahobbs.com 